Eccoci qua, let's go, let's go guys, buonasera, buonasera, yes I'm alone for now, oh 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 oh, here we go, here you go, buonasera Phantom, from buonasera, good evening, good evening from Coruscant here, and in the honor of uh, Two Cents Rugby gets distracted, we are with non-alcoholic beer, there we go. Great. Wait, no, I had a coffee, a Nescafe actually, just before starting the stream. So, how how are you doing, uh, my man, Phantom? Uh, not not too bad, not too bad. Um, so it's a bit, there's a bit of a delay. I mean, I can see you in real time, but mine's a bit delayed, so I don't know what it looks like. Uh, it, does it look slow or normal? Look, the the uh, screen. The screen goes a little bit slow, but you know what? It's okay because we're gonna put it on uh, on the podcast uh, on Spotify, so nobody has to sh- to see your your face. Don't worry. We here on YouTube they can rewatch it, but uh, okay. no problem. That's, right. That's the problem. So where are all the usual chaps? They're coming. Here we go. We have Marcello. Marcello. Ciao, Fabio. Hey, hey. Good. How are you? Good. I let Phantom in. Uh, one of our. Uh, <laughs> most uh, passionate fans from uk actually the Italian i'm in the uk, UK. yeah nearly, nearly oh here we go we're back up we're hey, all boys. in yeah, yeah sorry i'm late no no it's okay look who how could you how could you today. phantom good to have you how are you doing? doing well ah not so bad keeping up appearances as they say that's it good work mate good work um <laughs> i don't know if what to mention i had a I just I just got back in. I had a little one in the uh, the back of the car, and she decided it was optimum condition to to have a little accident. So uh, <laughs> straight into the bath. But um, good to be live, boys. Good to be live. Good to have everyone on. I'd love to yeah, say I, was... I know your pa- I know your pain, Mike. But I actually had the exact same incident with my dog. So there we go. <laughs> well, who's next? Yeah. The next it's me. So looks <laughs> <laughs> like oh, it comes yeah. in threes as well, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Non, non c'è due senza tre. That's it. Look, That's I, have stories like, <laughs> I have stories like the one you, you both have. It happens with my daughter and with my dog about throwing up. Just oh, before arriving home uh, or maybe just at the door going out after eating some grass. So it happens, yeah. but... Yeah. That's yeah. it. We're, not we're, here. From, uh, we're here now. We're here now. We're all good. Yeah. Phantom, you just mentioned them and they arrived. In the just like with a snap of fingers, they arrived when you said, Where are the taps? Speaking <laughs> of the the traditional... there we go, there we go. <laughs> so, is... Phantom, we were oh, just no. starting. So, uh, give me your thoughts about the game. Uh, we chat on, on WhatsApp actually, in general, so yeah, we yeah. have always uh, our uh, private chat. But tell me about Benetton and so... what they're gonna. Well, Bennett, uh, Treviso first, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think um, it's interesting. I uh, uh, I think they are they are better than they are showing, but they're clunky in attack. And of course, the the question always is, uh, unfortunately, is is you know why is the problem there? 
And is it because we changed from Mazi, who was a, a center three quarters, which had a lot of flair? You have Troncon, who's a, uh, and in fact, there is an interview with uh, Lone Fuori um, where they have a chat to him and they're asking, they actually ask the question to him, saying, Well, how will the attack develop? And he's kind of that evasive. He says, Oh, no, 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 we have to, um, we have to th uh, think about every situation. And uh, uh, some people like flair, but other people care about winning and and you get the impression just like he was when he was mallet's three-quarters coach that he is more interested in winning ugly and winning a game rather than playing with with flair which i think is dangerous you me and otto did uh, they chat about it i think it is dangerous and i think you know it, it's very very clunky now um because the t they seem to be wanting to paint by numbers learn every single possible permutation and then react to whatever happens on the on on the day rather than uh playing heads up rugby with instinct and i i think you could see that because mazi played instinctually he would that was what kind of player he, he was as opposed to troncom was always kind of uh he was well he was aggressive but but he but he definitely always used to look around he was much more uh, cerebral about it and it's okay if your brain works really quick but if it doesn't you become clunky and you can actually see them actually thinking going well we're told to think so what should we do here in this situation and you can see that the processing and that that little bit slow because I don't think they're releasing it. Now, you may think I'm talking rubbish, so please uh, challenge me on this if you think that's the case. But to me, that's what they look like. They look like they're always trying to think, what are we supposed to do in this situation? Um, rather than last year, just being instinctual. And also, we've got to understand that, I mean, Odogu had a great game in defence, but he was... He was. He had three chances, three or four chances that the ball was dropped before it got to him. So you know that there is there is a lot of that uh, going on. Uh, and I thought everything that it, is, it's, it can be can get better. I think you're spot on there. I think you're spot on. By the way, on Marcello, much. Oh, why 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 are you so surprised? I mean, look, people look at my face, things dropped. They're gorgeous. Must be stupid, but no. <laughs> Brains and beauty. Brains oh, and beauty. Look, I, 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 we can add a lot of stuff about that. Um, think about the thread from uh, shout out to Sam Larner. He posted the one about uh, the lace, lesterization, lesterization. Okay, lesterification for me. Yeah, uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. um, oh, one of the other one, but more sure. makes sense. No? La yeah. lesterizzazione of Benetton. Uh, mm -hmm. I add to that. The fact that we we are seeing Benetton playing with Fikitoa as a center is less distributor than Brax. That makes a lot of change because you, when you play with uh, Reno Smith, he wants the ball wide. He wants to run into space. He wants to be in the last 15 meters coming from behind, but it's less than a It's not a distributor. Something that Brax can give you to create that uh, overlap like Italy last year, let's say, with Crowley, something that was pretty similar, just different shapes in the field. But, 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 from, but as I said to you, I think uh, Brex is a godsend. It's slow. I it's love different. him. He's slow. He's slow. And on another point, since you're talking about Leicester, look, it's a, it's a really bad idea because when you cro cross <laughs> a line with a tiger, you get a, a sterile tigon, and it's a really bad idea. Um, uh, but I'll stop on the puns uh, on that. But I'm the oldest person here, so I can make silly dad jokes. It's fine. You're fine. I, I, I agree with a lot. 
of what you said there, by the way. <clears throat> I think you hit the nail on the head. It's clunky. Me too. Um, I do I do think there's elements to both this week and last week where it's just a bit of naivety in the attack as well. You know, like a couple of missed passes which didn't need to go. They could have gone to hand and, you know, we just we just, just need to... There's just a bit of inaccuracy and I feel like... That's I, accuracy, I, right? Yeah, I just feel like Benetton are maybe still trying to work out what their best team looks like, right, with all the new people in and all the different changes. So there's not really been um, a true consistency in, in selection and nor, nor should there be because obviously it's a, it's a monster roster and that's what all the other teams do. But I think at least in the short term, you know, one or two of those balls, you know, don't, don't skim past um, and go into touch or like don't get dropped well, because we're doing I, something too. Yeah. Too yeah. No, I, I agree with you, but you could also say that, look, you know, uh, the stuff that was already there, like the scrum is going well and they've got a yeah. bigger roster and it's still working. I think yeah. uh, to be honest with you, I think uh, uh, obviously uh, Andy Uren, I actually said this to somebody else to English fans. I think the best two halfbacks that England could pick now are Uren and, and Umaga. And actually, because Umaga is like a feral, but lot less strong. And Uren is it was a, such a surprise to me that he was actually that dynamic, clever. His box kicking is very precise. He knows exactly where he's going. So, so surprised that he's like not even in well the radar. Yeah, considering England don't have, and of course they have these issues of of that. But I also said, and I'm going to be very critical that um, I am not happy with uh, Dare. I think he's a I think he's, you know, we had this discussion about uh, with Otto about the fact that he's supposed to be this highly skilled player. But I think the big problem that, that I think people don't take into account is that skill set is not the single most important thing you have to do. If you look at any any people who coach young kids, what they look at is not their skill set. They actually look at their mental state under pressure um, because actually at the highest level, I mean, I've seen young footballers who look amazing but then can't make it to the smallest team because under pressure they can't make the decisions. One of the, I mean, uh, Mirko Bergamasco had no natural talent, but he was so strong and so strong mentally under pressure that he could deliver he could literally deliver under pressure at his lowest uh, capability. I mean, uh, John Kerwin said that he had to teach him how to pass the ball, all that kind we of stuff. We saw that, didn't we? Yeah, but <laughs> under pressure, he didn't flap. I mean, he was literally rock solid. He was a, he was a monster under pressure. And, and and that's what makes it. So you look at that, eh? and clearly he's got skill sets, but like he dropped the ball in a situation was an easy two on one. The last try he scored, it was great, but it was a two on one. You catch, you draw, you pass, and that's an easy try. Because if he gets caught or slips, that's not the try doesn't happen. But if he thinks what? he's got man on the outside, he should catch the ball, draw it, pass, and you can see where he's. he's um, and that's my criticism. Sorry, maybe I'm no, 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 that. no, no. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, one thing I'll say about Dare is I think he has something that we don't have, and that's bravery. He takes it to the line. He doesn't mind getting a whack, and. Like you said, you know, the other stuff, people sort of forget he's 23 years old. You know what I mean? Like, what was I doing when I was 23? Um, I mean, I was playing rugby, not that standard. Um, but it was... It, it, my, well, my as long as you weren't in prison, then that was all right. That's it. That's, <laughs> it. that's, that's, that's a high-pressure environment, if that is. Um, but in terms of in terms of what he's, you know, what he's doing, I think, like you said, skill set's great. Um, 
just like I said, naivety and indecision. That he sort of fits what I was trying to imply as well. There was a lot of you know naivety there, especially with some of the passes. But it's not it's not just him. I think uh, a lot of it will come in time. But he, like I said, when we spoke, I think it was Toa, wasn't it? Otto in March, where Toa was like, he does Toa. No, other guys too. They were saying, yeah, uh, man, he does, uh, the guy's good. Yeah. Jack Cole, yeah, he was like he does. The word, the exact words I think Toa said was he does stuff that I don't think he does stuff that uh, our halfbacks can't do is what he said. Um, yes, but doing it on doing it in a training field is a lot yeah. easier than doing it under pressure. Yeah, and no, I agree. And and, agree. and and it's the same as if you, um, uh, I don't know, I, I can cook very well, right? I can make food that I, that somebody in a restaurant might sell uh, for twenty quid, but doing two hundred covers on your own, uh, not a chance. Not a chance. That's two different things, you know. And so yeah. the difference between doing something in a controlled environment and doing something in a pressure environment, under pressure, is totally different. And that's why for me, Bergamasco was brilliant because he wasn't particularly skillful, but he was just so cool and he got aggressive under pressure. And that's what counts, I think. Yeah. The good things is that he's at his third uh, cup this this season. He played. Two weeks ago, uh, starting at 15, and now he, he get into the bench twice. So think about also uh, the upcoming <clears throat> games for Benetton. That can be a good couple yeah, of good games Cup. where uh, in Challenge Cup mm, he can play. And maybe we're going to see other players that we miss recent time, like Minozzi and uh, ooh, Pasquale Alongi, the, the yeah. Marine guys. So, well, we're going to have a problem. Problem at tight. How you see this? <laughs> that is is gonna be long term. Then at the end, I'm gonna show you all the the call up from Kesad under 23 and who's out, so we can see a little bit about the, the Italy March. What do you think about the Benetton upcoming games situation with Benetton? I was just gonna say that that will be the interesting thing. It's the how they'll go about the Challenge Cup. Uh, how seriously will not, not how seriously will they take it, but how much rotation will they do? Because you'd expect teams, especially in the Challenge Cup, to to rotate and give some guys um, some minutes. Benetton have, on the whole, done a lot of that in the first few games of the season, anyway, in the league. So I'd expect that to probably keep going, and maybe a few more changes um, this week. Uh, so it's it's Ospreys, and then is it? Perpignan, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yep. So I, I expect them to potentially um, prioritise Perpignan potentially. Um, so I'd expect them to maybe make a few more changes this week and then go a little bit stronger next week. But that'd be the interesting thing for both the franchises, really. What are they going to do um, in the next couple of weeks in terms of in terms of rotation? Because I think we've all discussed that if Benetton were to really choose they wanted to go for this competition, there's no reason why they couldn't go all the way and go really deep, you know, even potentially even semi-finals type thing. So um, that's the interesting bit for me. Um, I don't think we ought to underestimate the investment that the Benetton family have actually put in now into Treviso. I think in fairness to Bortolami and maybe uh, Pavanello, they said we, if we're going to be the premier club in Italy, we need to be the Leinster of Italy, and that means uh, money in deep pockets to make sure yeah. that we have a, a huge roster in a way that a lot of other clubs and 
and and and you and we forget that they do have a sugar daddy in a in a company Benetton that actually makes quite a lot worldwide in terms of clothing. So they've got that ability to uh, not necessarily spend a lot of money on individual players, but but spend a lot of money on lots of players. And I my feeling is that they will hit the full team to smash enough games to qualify and do the rotation on games that they can afford to lose because they've made the points on certain games because we know how many games they really need to win to get uh, to get past the, to get, the um, playoff. To, get, to get to to get to the next round of the challenge cup so they can say okay we need to win x number of games we'll smash those and then the rest we can rotate but 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 make sure they hit their targets uh, but tell me mm. if I'm talking rubbish, but no, 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 no. I, I agree with you. I also hope that that's not the case, though. Um, and I'll tell you why. I think we have had uh, an issue in Italy for well forever, which uh, especially when it comes to the URC and the Celtic League and the Pro 14 or whatever you want to call it, like the iterations where we always play our strongest team um, because we lacked depth and we lacked uh, maybe the stones to rotate the team, which means that actually we saw a lot of injuries and we saw a lot of injuries yeah, yeah. in key areas to a lot of players. So I'm hoping that, you know, part of the, the, the logic behind having an extended roster is, is, you know, to have the confidence that everyone will get game time, everyone will play. Um, because actually in the long run, those people are gaining a bit of game time, they're getting minutes <clears> in their legs, they get a bit of confidence, like you said, with some of the inexperienced players. Um, and then actually there'll be a point where, we're having really, really tough discussions in terms of who we think are first team players, right? And that's the end goal. You know, you look at, you know, we've talked about Leinster, you look at Leinster, you can argue probably two, three players deep who, who you'd consider as maybe some of the, the best things because each player might have like a certain attribute or a certain certain play style that, you know, al aligns to, to what you perceive as best. So um, that's where we want to be, I think, you know. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's more like, Let's let's make sure that we're protecting the players, and you know. I, I agree, well. but I think another thing they've done very cleverly. I remember making this comment to some Irish friends of mine about saying, actually, uh, there are no first team players at Treviso in general. If you look at them, anybody could swap out, and you wouldn't say, "Oh, that's insane." I mean, even to the point of the captain Lamar, you could say, "Well, actually, Zuliani is as good." Anybody in the wing. Uh, Etc. And in fact, the response was, "Well, a team that hasn't got the best team is 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 that it's not a good idea." But in fact, I think this was uh, Milan's 1990s idea to have a full rotational team that could, uh, you know, that could uh, that could could do that. Um, we you know. You know, I think Otto, you remember Berlusconi's Milan. That was his idea: was to create an American football tie uh, franchise. And in fact, I think maybe they've maybe Treviso have actually done it on the sly and very quietly behind the scenes. If you look at every single player, how many how many of those players can you actually genuinely say, well, that that person's immovable. He's the best best in that position. That's that's a lot to say because th there are a lot of things in common if you think, and um, th the difference is that this this year all the young guys are stepping forward and saying I'm here I want to play. Isegor is doing that. Spaniolo guys, Spagnolo. yeah, mate, how good is he? Man, like, uh, we got we got. I think I feel I feel like we just have to stop every time we say his name. Like he. I've, uh, I, who is the unsung hero of the week? 
Mate, I think it's it's pretty easy this one, isn't it? But I think it was March who said like it, it was it was and someone in the Discord. I think it was you, March, but someone said like there has there been an easier transition like considering the step up that he's had to do. Has there ever yeah, been was... like someone who's just walked into the position and like okay, this is this is what we do now. On the Italian side, I would say there was one player that was really... Otto's going to shoot me, but I thought David Odiasi was really undervalued by a lot of players. I hope hope to see him uh, playing against... uh, against against Zebre, actually. Because, guys, uh, Oyone needs to to play his best team in top 14, right, March? So... Mm. And and usually the French team they do a lot of rotation because they, they normally like, they normally they normally sack this competition off to be honest. The right. They tend to just start France last year was the yeah, same. Yeah, they just they just throw it. They don't they don't take it too seriously. I think they even the even the teams in the Champions Cup the French side sometimes rotate heavily and they just don't seem some of them don't seem as interested. It's like if they lose one game or two games they just throw the rest of the group and that that will give that will give opportunities. Do you know what? As you said that, do you know, I'm wondering whether having that attitude is actually not such a bad thing because what you're actually doing is saying to the other players, okay, show me what you got, right? This is it. I, you're in there. I, I'm, you, you've got your chance. Let's see if you can step up to the plate under extreme pressure where you are now the second side, but you've got to go out there and win. And it's a way of, of baptism of fire with pe- with people and then saying, well, okay, if we lose it, not the end of, you know, we'll accept it. It's lost leader. In other words, we test these, um, uh, uh, we test these, uh, these players under those conditions and we don't worry about if we get knocked out, but it's our testing ground. I mean, is that a bad idea? If, no, I, I'm going to give you one reason why it's different between maybe the French team and the uh, URC team, because it's a tournament, it's a closed tournament, uh, the URC, and uh, the top 14, uh, you're going pretty too. Uh, yeah, if yeah. you're not playing properly in uh, during the normal season, the regular yeah. season. Yeah. So that's maybe also why they have to decide Maybe sometimes you okay. can bet differently for, uh, like like last year, Benetton was, okay, was, uh, we're going uh, really strong, of course, for the Challenge Cup to go, to move on, but also there was that trick, uh, is it better to qualify for playoff or is it better to uh, go one uh, round more in Challenge Cup forward? So it's... Uh, it's a tricky balance there to understand sure. how to get it. But then but you've got to got to got to look at the you've got to look at the league as well because, I mean, for example, Perpignan and pretty much been battered other than two games and Montpellier as well. Both those teams right at the bottom and those yeah, sorts that's... of sides. Those are sorts of sides that will look at this competition and think, well, Montpellier um, Champions Cup, but they will look at certain these European competitions and think. You know they're potentially in a relegation battle, and they can't financially dropping out of the top fourteen is just not not conceivable. So they, for sure, I'd expect those teams down at the bottom of the French league to to really have to say, look, let's let's give as many of the younger guys as much game time as possible, which should should work should work in in their favour. When 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 can we talk about the uh, 
like what what the hell's going on with the under twenty three league that was meant to come two years ago? I went when the under twenty three like the academy URC league, right? That mm. everyone that's what we need. Like obviously yeah. the English clubs of the Prem Cup, which obviously is good as well because you're playing against some mm. some uh, experienced championship players as well, right? They're not just <clears throat> all youngsters, although the vast majority are. Mm-hmm. We need something like that. Well, like, there is. The, have... I can give you half an answer. Go on, far away. That, the, that the the Irish and the Italian Federation have got together and they've got a tournament this uh, uh, this oh, <laughs> this Christmas. No, no, I, I, I saw that, but in terms in terms of an actual sort of monetizable league where we send our players abroad, you know, then yeah. potentially teams get early access tickets. Sorry, um, punters get early access tickets to a game. They spend an extra fiver and they watch. The under twenties, you can monetize it. You guys can start recouping some some costs, and obviously that can go to to pitch maintenance because obviously there'll be two two kind of like the Champions League for soccer when they bring also the youngest team with them. Usually they play one day they, before. Yeah, they have the they have the UEFA Youth League, don't they? Yeah, and that yeah, always that like gets that. played in the afternoon. Yeah, I just I just think we need to, like especially especially with the URC where a lot of the teams are exiles and they're. they're you know, for a reason to represent the country and become, you know, a point of, um, uh, well, a point of like making players for the national leagues. It just seems like there's there's so much more that could be done to to monetize that, and it just seems like such a no brainer. If I if I was CEO, I'd be like, like, what are the overheads here? Okay, there's lo- logistical costs, and then there's going to be an increase um, in 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 maintenance for like pitch and stuff. Mm-hmm. Other than that, there's really really low overheads, and it's something that we could stream, you know, as part of the URC package and we could package it up and set like, it's just a no brainer, isn't it? No, um, think about the experience for those guys that yeah. they fight against under 23 means playing against good players around yeah. Yeah. Uh, the URC. So that's something. Well, more. Uh, uh, un- unless that, unless the URC think there's not enough um, advertising return on it. I don't know. I don't know, you just package it up though. Like it's, it's almost like a bundle, right? For me, the way I see it is this is the primary product. You know, you know, you know when you, you you're about to you know buy a new phone subscription, and they're like, "This is what you're getting," and then like right at the last second where you're going into the the basket, it's like, "Have you seen the international minutes add-on?" And it's like at a reduced. That's what this is like. It's just the 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 international calls add-on that you see right at the end. But the the point is right. There is money in that, and there's significant money in that. It just seems like, you know, the Bucks League is growing so aggressively here um, in the UK, and that's now there's more investment in that. It's becoming more marketable. They've got mm. TMOs, they've got this, that, and the other. That that's going to overtake the Championship shortly. Like, I, it'll, over, I it'll overtake the it'll overtake the Premiership. Mike. Well, we, joking aside, mate. Like it's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, rugby rugby in England is probably not the best example, to be fair, because it's that's so utterly and totally fucked. Okay, so the S-Bores, then. That's the yeah, best sure. example we have, right? The yeah, S-Bores yeah, yeah, in yeah. France. Like, they, they that's, what, the that's, what, that's, what, that's what we want, really. Yeah, we want to replicate sure. that. That's that's yeah. the end. Yeah. That, that um, I wanted to, I did, before we came on, I wanted to talk about... Um, the two challenge cup kits that the two that the franchises have and zebra zebra released theirs today a mixture of flamingos and zebras can you pull that up i love that i love that shirt 
Yeah, oh, and know, Benetton have also gone all pink as well, which is cool. Do yeah, you know what? It on it's again. rather scaringly that somebody got paid to design that. Oh, <laughs> I think it's I, sick. They, they deserve a raise, Phantom. Right? Oh, I want it. <laughs> Man, <laughs> Phantom, yeah. Phantom, you are all style on the jerseys, I think. <laughs> I like it too, the, the classic usually. But this is like, that's so weird that maybe it's nice. Let the gloss, me, the gloss, like, the it's like gloss Stan, Stan liking. Was it? Was white. it? Um, was it Stan France that put all of the former French presidents on their kit? <laughs> French president like, Mona Lisa, uh, drinks, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fans, natural fans they put it's, on. Let me. Zebra's Zebra's kit is very, it's very Stan France. It's out there, isn't it? Yeah, it's, 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 it's cool. It's cool. Man, I can see you. We're, we're, I can see you boys are waiting for the Zebra calendar, right? Oh, I'm still, you know I'm still waiting to, to find a way of buying the home shirt because I want that shirt, but there's, it's not on sale anywhere. I can't buy it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's one thing. Maybe maybe, maybe we'll uh, we'll have a chat with our with our friends at Zebra and see if we. It uh... is. It's like you can't actually buy the shirt. Like, imagine imagine in football it? not being able to buy a shirt. Who makes it? Uh, uh, Canterbury. Have you gone to the website then? Yeah, it's not on it. No, it's not out. Uh, there is only the Ireland, uh, Ireland wow. jerseys. There's no, nothing Thanks. else for now. Phantom, you are Mister Hot Take. Simone is saying yes. here. Mister yes. So let let me just uh, yeah, let me put this. Okay, I found it. Uh. So let's see the flamingos. How many flamingos? This is the trivia game. How many flamingos are on the jersey? I'm gonna say seven, just just for the sake of saying seven. Just nice. to say, they're quite big. I thought there wasn't that many because they were they were quite they're huge big. guys. I think they're it's huge, three. Okay. So on one on this front side, only Ooh. one flamingo. Take my money. Take it. <laughs> Only one flamingo on this with Fetuli Paea. We hope to see him playing a little bit more uh, because he had got his injury with the number one. Two flamingos, guys. No more than two. Mate, it's a flary shirt, isn't it? Is it oh, like, I love it, it, it's like a what? seven shirt. This is uh, X6 rated parental advisors. These <laughs> <laughs> two. Now, let's see. Let's see the front. Come on. So this year they go... Like Zebra went for the Stade Francais style last year. Mm. Benetton went for uh, Leinster uh, style, the blue with the uh, with the gold. Yeah, so, you, you, can you like imagine that. Trulla wearing that? No, I'm yeah. waiting for. Yeah. Uh... Do, 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 do you know that the irony of it is is that is you make more and more different types of shirts to sell the shirts except for the bit that, that zebra have forgotten is that they have to have them on sale you know yes. keep changing that, them. that's the bit they've missed oh like, god why can't we sell our shirts oh numbers are so bad we tried putting like, them out there in all in all in all seriousness it is it is it is kind of bonkers that you can't buy merch like why it's like a premier league team not you can't buy the home shirt it just doesn't exist, but I don't. I don't well, agree. Being a German, being a German fan, oh, I wanted to buy a German shirt, and it was really difficult. I even went to see Germany qualify uh, against Holland for the one of the World Cups when it was to the UK, I think, and I flew over to Amsterdam to see a game. And I even asked uh, Armstrong for a shirt. 
at the end of the game, can I, uh, yeah, uh, they won, they smashed them. But they, I, I, I asked for a shirt and he says, no, we've got to give them back. And, and it depends on really. to give them back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Because, I mean, the, the German Federation was completely, um, was, bank, was practically bankrupt and was being originally paid for by the German army. Um, oh, and right so, so they had to, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Okay. Yeah, no, we, guys, need to, we need to. We need to. We need to speak to someone at Zebra and ask the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? We'll, 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 we'll distribute them. Don't worry. Just, I'll just send a load to my house. I'll, I'll make sure they get to the right people. Well, I, I like the, the the hoodies of Zebra Parma. Those are nice. From the best opinion. for me. The best. I just right, want to be able to buy some merch, man. I just want to buy some kit <laughs> for Christmas. If they do a, if they do a third uh, a third shirt a vest, so I'll just have it blessed. That, that, that's that's and, what they, I want. and they can put Fratelli di Rugby across the front. They, they yeah, might have to, mate. If not, if not we'll just write, we'll put it ourselves. We're gonna, oh, we're <laughs> going to just print one. Like the International Milan with Chinese Ita, 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 merda. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, okay, nice. Uh, just to close with Benetton, um, I think for for uh, every everyone who wants to see them uh, scoring for tries the next week. That's the minimum. That's the issue, Otto, isn't it? That's the issue. We've, we've been saying it from the start of the season, though. Like, it's, you know, if Benetton, Benetton want to win uh, the league, it becomes, it becomes a big thing, though, doesn't it? Because bonus points make the difference. And they like, I, I arguably, Benetton should be top of the league, potentially. But yeah. because they've got no bonus points, they find themselves no, no. down like sixth, fifth, sixth. That's the point. <laughs> but, okay, uh, predictions. Against Ospreys, maybe second uh, strip. Second, I think. Uh, I think. I think Benetton's second string. I mean, Ospreys pretty much played their second the, string yeah. in the league game at the Already. weekend, so they do, could. Do they Ospreys could, they have could, a third string anymore? Yeah. Uh, it'd, it'd, it'd be closer. It'd be closer to the one that played Zebra towards the start of the season would be their first string. Um, mm. But I'd expect them not to make too much. I'd expect them to make changes from last week. Um, I, I, having sort of, I haven't fully listened to the interview that Paolo Dogu gave. I just saw the, I scanned on rugby's, uh, uh, on rugby's, uh, article, uh, although yeah. I've got to go to Benetton TV to, to listen to his, uh, to his interview. But the impression I got is that they're going to try to score tries. And I got the impression that, that, that there maybe won't be that many changes to Treviso's side. Um, also something that Bortolami said about, uh, the game. That, that it was going to be very difficult. So I'm not expecting an awful lot of changes. Mm. Um, the, the only thing I would say is I would hope that given the way uh, uh, Smith is playing at the back, had, 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 a, bit of a, had, had a bit of a nightmare game uh, last game, and the fact that I think that A is not comfortable, I would try Padovani at fullback. Because I think at least he's, he's an old tight half at fullback. And then maybe bringing one of the other wingers. I think I'd keep him in. Well, if he he's fit. In the, yeah, but in I don't the, think he's fit. I'm not I, sure uh, if he's fit. Maybe that's true. Too. I think he's fullback, no? Sorry. Yeah. M M Mendy played fullback as well, right? Yeah, but he's uh, now he's a. It's I, more I, of a wing. Wing. I'd have, I'd have the. But there's Marcus Watson. It's out. Maybe I don't know if he got injury, but yeah. that is the other guy. Then they have Douglas, but there is Minots, guys. Minots, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, man. yeah. But I think Minots is now in a, in a situation, though. If you think about it, right? 
personally, and, and I'm not sure, I'm sure uh, Bortami doesn't think that way, but I think Padovani is, should be only playing at fullback or that's it. I think pl only playing at fullback. You, and you'd have either Odogwa and Mendy on each wings. But then Minotti has a problem because he's not strong enough to be on the wing to defend. And he's lost his speed a little bit at fullback. And, and and his bravery because of his eye, he doesn't seem as 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 insane at going for the balls. And you go, well, where do you put him? I mean, it's really difficult to know where do you feel confident that you're going to put him and you're going to get the performance that's going to guarantee your winning. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's, tell it's, me, tell me. I mean, well, like, to be honest with you, I, I've I've sort of res resigned myself to the fact that the 2018-2019 Minotti is in the similar sort of batch to the 2018-2019 Campagnaro for me like it's, it's it's he's he's a he's a good player hopefully he finds you know that magic in his boots again but ultimately we have so much depth now like at internationally that it's, it's he's 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 going to struggle and now I think you know Benetton and Zebra there's going to be more of a concerted effort to ensure that the players that are going to be playing um ahead of the the Six Nations are probably going to be Italian. There's probably going to be more emphasis. Certainly, obviously, with the Italian derby, it's it's, it's obvious. But I think we'll probably see, um, like you said, I think we'll probably see Smith there. Um, but I personally would like to see just youngsters play. This like against the Ospreys, to be honest. That's that's that, that's me. Uh, I'm hoping, like Otto said, they take a little bit more um, sort of a, of a stance in in the URC as opposed to in Europe. Um, and just try and like give, you know, the, the the youngsters good opportunity to play against really good quality teams, and you know they're still they're good enough to win. The thing is, like players like Drago have grown so much over the past season, and like obviously we've got some some fantastic players coming through. Like we just need to give them time. We just need to well, find a way of giving them some time. Well, I, I, so I, next I, week Davies is, sta is starting. He is, yeah. Do you think? I think so. Dare is gonna start again. Maybe he's gonna be cool. next week. I'm happy with that. I'm, 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 he, he's like, like I said, if if the players are saying he has something, we need we need him to get more game time. Especially if we're resigning ourselves now that you know Benetton might not necessarily be taking the Champions Cup as as serious as they you know as we might want them to. You know, like good, give them game time, get them to to play. You know. Yeah, Screep. I don't. I I just yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just, I'm just not sure about uh, Minotti. I agree with you on Drago because actually now that uh, Zanon has proven that he's back in the business, give him a rest because Drago, you know, are interchangeable. Drago and Zanon are a, are a copy of each other and you can just share the load a little bit. And When's Tommy think... back? Do you know? He's soon, Tommy, right? Who's uh, that? Menoncello. Uh, I, thought they said, I thought they said... Just before Six Nations, he wants oh, to push hard, uh, but uh, oh, okay. never mind. I, oh, for some reason, I, I saw I saw December, and I just yeah. No, sorry to interrupt, Phantom. Go ahead. No, I I I think I think at twelve, I think the you know they're in a good position where they've literally got interchangeable twelves that you don't need to change your game plan for because they're basically the same. But they that you can just interchange them, rest one, rest the other, and and if you get that lovely rotation, I think that's that's really good. Uh, to 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 point of Minoncello, uh, people are 
obsessing about him being a 12, but it's only because he was put at 12 by Crowley. He was always a 13, and I think he will go back to being 13. Um, yeah, I think that's what Bortolami said he wanted to play. Um, and actually, I can see a a, a, a Drago or, or Zanon Minoncello as a lethal combination at at uh, in the centers i think brex i think is on the way out because if the riera comes back i think Riera is far more dynamic than 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 brex i think we've uh Treviso have proven that they don't they don't need brex to marshal the defense the defense is working so at what point what does what does uh brex give you that others can't and that's starting to become more and more difficult which is great for Treviso, right? Because it means they're not dependent mm. on him. Um, and that that's not meaning to be nasty to him. And and I guess he'll find game time and maybe the Challenge Cup, he will play this Challenge Cup. Maybe he'll play against the against the Ospreys. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree. But when you talk about youngsters, I mean, it's a massive squad, isn't it, that Treviso's got? Um, March, I think, I think you need to bounce, right? So... Oh, no, yeah, no, no, so no. I was, I was just, just, yeah. I think my dog's looking worryingly at the front door, so I'm skeptical well, about him. Um, so I mean, we haven't touched too much on Zebra, but I've got no idea about the cheetahs anymore. I've got absolutely no idea what to expect. Um, so I'd like to think they would be able to win that if they, you know, if they take it, you know, they go for it. I think they should be able to. I'd like to think anyway, but there's a massive unknown. I don't know what to expect from the Stafford side. Um, Benetton, I think their second string is still probably better than Ospreys. So if it is a case of seconds v seconds, then I'd still I'd still fancy Benetton. But I think the fact that it's away maybe might change things a little bit. Um, but I think there's a very good chance to... Oh, <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> It's very good right chance time. for an upset, I think, is what he's going to say. Good uh, yeah. But going back to Minotti, here's a challenge for you, Mike. Um, uh, how, if Minotti, because he couldn't get a game, was kindly dropped to go to Zebre, do you think he'll display? He would displace any of the back three? That's Pani, Jezi, Trulla, Bruno. Any of those uh, players? Like, I mean, potentially Bruno. Trulla. Um, just because Bruno hasn't played, no, no. Trulla's like he's he's insane. No, no, this Trulla's season. playing. Yeah, he's Trulla's playing so playing. well. Um, no, is the answer. That said, Minotti at his best, and I'm thinking, I know he dropped it, but that possibly would have been the best Champions Cup try I think I've ever seen. But Wasps, I think it was against Montpellier. Don't quote me. Anyway, where he he gets it from his own line. He kicks the he kicks the over under. Then he kicks the grubby, picks the ball back up. Then he and then there's one final kick where he goes over the uh, the fullback. So he makes three kicks from his half, yeah. catches all three, and then drops the ball over the <laughs> drops the ball over the line. Yeah. Does, uh, do you guys remember where I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, right. If he, if he is at his absolute best, his attacking best, because defensively, I agree with you, Phantom. He's always been not 100 percent right. Oh, although I know I saw him play against England, I think, and he. And I think it was Brian Moore commentating, and he chased all the way back, or was against France, tackled a heavier bloke than him, yeah. got on his feet, and then ripped the ball off him and counterattacked. Yeah. I remember that yeah. game, and I, I think Brian Moore said something. Wow, that's amazing for a very small bloke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's it, right? If he's at his attacking best, he he probably would displace 
yeah, he probably would displace a lot of players, but he's not, so we can't throw in. Right now, I'm afraid. I, I actually think his eye injury has really frightened him and has yeah. made him lose fear of contact. And when no, you're yeah, a small player like that, then I think that hurts. And remember, we're not talking about a physical injury. We're talking about an eye, which is very, 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 very frightening if you lose your eye. Yeah. And uh, and 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 I think he. Maybe he's maybe he's just instinctively more cautious, which you could understand if it, if that was the case. I mean, I would, right? If if you yeah. had, I mean, he had a very serious possibility of losing an eye, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm sort of resigned myself to that. Like I just, I just think he was he, he was just unplayable. I think it was 2017, 2018 season the, where the he first won. year um, also with uh, with Italy with Bellini. Ioane Bellini Minozzi, that trio, playing, uh, they, they did a couple of great action and attack. But uh, yeah, Minozzi, as you said, is not that guy that we, we remember, but it's a, like a now or never situation for him. He has to take any chance he can, he, he's going to have this season because. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Marin is coming back too. He can be <laughs> different. He can play a different position. Something fullback. can change. Fullback. I, I'd well, love to see him at fullback. I, I genuinely would love to see him at fullback. He has a monster boot. He can catch. He can defend. Sorry, who's that? Sorry, Marin. 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 After Marin. almost two years. Yeah. Oh, ironically, theoretically, in this game against uh, against um, uh, Ospreys, we could have a full wasp. Uh, uh, was a, a trio at the back, and you think yeah. about it, having Watson, uh, Watson, Minozzi, and Odogwu would actually be uh, Wasp's old uh, back. Fekatoa, Umaga. Let's get let's just get them all on. Like why not? <laughs> we just have Wasp the... Mark too. <laughs> Maybe they're gonna play against the Section Palois against Po, the number mm -hmm. nine Dobson that was there. At, oh uh, yeah, yeah. So. He was a good player, Dobson as well. I like You need just Josh Bassett. There and uh, the, the the team is is there, uh, yeah. guys. Wow, almost one hour. So let yeah, let's know, yeah. let's go, go on Zebre because uh, yep. Mr. Trulla, Jesse and company. Uh, Mont. Let's talk about Montemawi, which is and and Stavide, the new phases we saw this uh, last weekend. Montemawi. I Thoughts, like him. impressions. I like him. I I think he's. Uh, as a, especially since Rizzi has now retired, by the sounds of it, um, or be made to retire, um, I think I, I like Montemauri. I was a little bit worried about all the games that I saw him play for Rovigo, all the highlights, all the video reels, reels, the video clips. Um, I thought he looked very static and a good kick, but not much else. And then, surprisingly, in the games in South Africa. I actually saw he took it to the line and took plays with him and, and uh, you know, offloaded. And I was like, okay, that's a surprise. I wasn't expecting that of him. Um, he's obviously learning to play at the pace. Um, as I said, the game against uh, up in the mountains, up at 2,000 meters, I thought was uh, they lost just like Connacht. They lost because they couldn't breathe. That's fine. Five days is not good enough. Not enough. I thought they played uh, the next game against uh, in Kapstadt, the, uh, against the Stormers. I thought they played uh, very well. And I thought, um, I thought it had they taken their chances, 
And at this level, you just need to take every single chance you've got like that. I think they could have pushed the Stormers to a game, but they had three chances. And at that level, if you only get three chances and you are clinging to the cake, uh, uh, tailcoat, I think you need to take those chances. Had they taken them, hmm, would have been an interesting game. And a lot of it was his 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 play. So I, I, I'm I surprised, nicely surprised. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually less surprised because I, I, I saw a lot of that where he was, especially, you know, I don't, I don't know if you managed to watch the, the Leicester game. I, I always reference that where he plays 12 just because Otto mentioned it once. Yeah, yeah. For it was Italy A's against uh, Leicester Tigers. Um, Otto mentioned it. I think it was last week, Otto, or the week before last. Excuse me. Where you were like, I'd like to see him at twelve. <clears throat> he just fits that mold so well. If he, uh, you see, he you see when he attacks from the second, uh, when when he the the pull part. I don't know. Prishantelli first. Uh, first receiver. 10. He's second receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. second receiver. He always yeah. got that step and those meters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent agree with you. Hundred percent agree with you. Did so that yeah. that maybe is there that we want to see him uh, now in some situation yeah. like move. It's it's a freak for me because technically, when you see him the way he passed the ball, it's weird. It's not classic, traditional. I don't know what kind of position he got, but guys, if you high, watch him, yeah, yeah. So that, He's, that's. He, he is he's odd but i think screep literally said what i was about to say like his tactical vision it's it, he you know some players you watch and like you just see the cogs where they see the game a little bit slower uh sexton is is one of those players you know dupont is definitely one of those players where it just seems like he's seeing the game slightly slower than you know in a slower pace uh like slowed down version he's a little bit like that he it's almost like he's quite methodical about what he's going to do before he's about to do it. So he knows that, oh, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to pump the, 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 the pass straight away and that's going to make him run. It's, and he knows that there's going to be a gap. It's like he's already sort of worked out where what he's going to do before he gets the ball, which I know sounds stupid because most rugby players mm. should do that. But I feel like that's something that we generally lack in in like in general in Italy, whereas he's got like this amazing rugby IQ, which we've lacked. Um, he, um, he reminds me of a young Andrea Marcato. Oh, I thought you were going to say Marzi, and I was going to agree with you, but yeah, like both. Yeah, like yeah it's more, just more on Marcato style. Yeah, yeah. But wasn't yeah, he under? But, was he under Marcato for a bit or not? I don't know. Uh, no, because he was on uh, with Rovigo. So yeah, yeah, Rovigo. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, but he, he very much reminds me of that. And in actual fact, when you think about it, when Padovani was playing ten. In his, that's how Padovani played. Padovani only started running when he, when Zebra put him at 15. And I remember he scored that amazing try, and I can't remember who it is, but he took the ball from his own line and he just accelerated, accelerated, accelerated. And based on that game, I think he was bought to go to France to, to, Toulon. Uh, to, to Toulon. And then he had a bad, bad, uh, or he got homesick or whatever it was mentally, wasn't in the right place. But prior to that, Padovani was actually a flight half, and that's the kind, and he was a kind of static flight half in that sense. Um, I mean, Dominguez was a static flight half as well. Let's not forget, yeah, he was not a running. Just because you guys were saying like a Sexton, uh, uh, slowing pace of the game, uh, uh, Phantom loves Stuart Lancaster, so I'm going to mention him. He always said about taking pictures, something that Johnny Sexton did 
really well, was taking picture of what was happening. And uh, I think about a, a player like that, which is uh, Dare. Dare, that, that try that he, he passed the ball uh, last year. Take picture, take picture, boom, the ball is out. And he's a static 10. He's yeah, a 15, but, all, but I mean, he's a static 10. Yeah, but I, I think I think I think what's happening more rugby... got more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think modern rugby now is is no longer the uh, the the number ten that attacks the line. Your Craig Gower, your Gare, or whatever it is that attacks the line to try and create. Which is why I think Smith is a little bit a, a fisher, a, 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 a strange in that way. And I don't think he's going to be. That's why I think Kumag is better. Is because nowadays, I mean, I, I did like the way Farrell's created that hybrid of league and union where you're creating your center line your center bit of rugby league but you're creating it across the 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 the, the pitch and then your nine is is calling and and the 10 basically shouting he's not actually necessarily taking the ball but a good 10 is a general that's shouting and telling people where to go and he only calls the ball on the fifth tackle or, or the equivalent fifth tackle in rugby league to then attack Thank or you. kick the ball forward etc so he's he's basically uh, scanning and shouting and telling people, directing people as a general where to go, and and that's the modern rugby because effectively even now your props can do a pass. So that the, the, the ten doesn't have to be this the massive skill set. Every player should have the ability to have that, and that's that. I think the way rugby's changed, in my opinion. But but you might tell me if I'm talking rubbish. But no, 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 no. I agree with a lot of what you say, to be honest. Um, <clears throat> the only thing I'll say is that I do think, still think that there is some space for instinctual play. I, I was watching um, Sam Prendergast, the uh, the young uh, Leinster player. He, like, for someone who's so small, like, he's he, he's got a bit of a running game on him. But he does do what you you, you do. Like, he makes the decision as to who who's going to go through based on, you know, instinct, right? Which is what Sexton does. So he, they're lining him up to do that. But I think if we look specifically at uh, Benetton, like Albanoz is definitely a running ten, right? Like he's definitely a running ten. He he's and and Umaga to an extent as well. <clears throat> I think there is still space, but I I, I concede that actually at, at test level you're hundred percent right. Like you are one hundred percent right. As in the very best teams will have a ten who just makes a decision on where. The ball is going to be passed at at first or second receiver, depending on yeah, and the and, team. and and yeah. and tells the scrum half no because he, he sits back and from his vantage point he's scanning and and he's basically communicating with his nine that's saying right go there go left go left and then now I call it because I've you've 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 smashed the line <laughs> enough to create a trumage I can see or I can see two phases along the line that were smashing something and I'm going to be calling the ball at about there, usually in the 12-13 channel, and that's when you come in. And the, and when we were talking about Montemaudi being better it, uh, 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 at uh, Behind in the, the centre position, it. in actual fact, you can do that by still being 10. The 10 doesn't have to be the first receiver. The 10 can always be coming in as a freelance uh, and, and, and just change. You know, if, you, if we just see the pitches as stripes, he, the, the 10 can decide where is that stripe or where's that corridor, that channel that's going to be where we're going to make the hole. And then you're not wasting energy on the on, on the 10 getting hurt or, or getting stuck in a ruck or whatever. He calls it only when he knows that that's the point point to attack, and that's a real clever way of playing. Three five phases because then after that it's really hard to score again. 
does the stats say? Yeah, I agree with that. And, and, and to just one final point as well, unless it's a Schmidt uh, coach team, uh, fans of, in which case the nine dictates where everything goes and the ten's just there for the journey. <laughs> <laughs> or you're for French. Something really France. If you're French. Uh, but going back to the Zebra game again, uh, I think Zebra are... I think this year's games that they lost and didn't get the five points in the first two games are more costly than they were last year when they didn't. Because this year they're that much better, and had they taken those games and got those extra uh, uh, six points over those two games, I think they would have been set. I think they are nearly there, though. Uh, as I said, I think John Sims. The beauty of having John Sims, they basically took pressure off Bergamaski to concentrate purely on the mall and the scrum, allowed him to the cover then the lineout. And now they're the be- one of the best lineouts. Um, I think Hodges has done a great job in defence, freeing up uh, Aldo Birchall. And so the whole thing is coming, kind of coming together. And I just think they've just been a bit unlucky. I thought Stavili looks good. He could certainly be in Bill and Ted's ex- most excellent adventure. Um, and uh, apart from that, and, uh, and I thought uh, Trulla, I, I've always thought he's a better 15 than a 14, but he seems to have learned now how to defend on the wing. That disastrous games he had under Crowley at international level, which kind of killed him, was because his, his defensive work was, on the wing wasn't, was, he was always slightly out of position. Wasn't that? And I think, yeah, yeah. And I think that hurt him in the way that it hurt Mori, because Mori was terrible on, in that wing position, and that killed his international career. And both of those plays were taken a little bit out of position by put on the wing. But now he seems to have kind of learnt. Now, whether that's Hodges, you, you know, for all we know, Hodges may have gone, hey, mate, you're not doing it right. This is what you should be doing. And he's going, oh, right, OK. Duh. And, and now he's doing it. And he wasn't doing it before because nobody had actually told him that actually on the on the wing, you can actually use the 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 line as your third as your extra defender. Extra you defender, got lots right. of speed. Yeah, you can give him the. I mean, I remember um, Sean Edwards giving uh, for egg uh, egg Ed heads or rugby heads, or whatever. He was talking that Saki was one of the only players at Wasps that knew how to use the touchline as a as a defender, and he had to teach the other players that actually it's fine to give him the outside because if you're quick, you can push them to the outside and they'll touch the line and you won. Right. And 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 maybe Hodgson has actually just taught Trulla how to do that. And this is the first time. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. What do you think, guys, uh, against Cheetahs is going to be the game? Because I think the, the stadium is going to be filled more. And uh, Cheetahs is maybe the first game, real game. We know two play. I know two players from Cheetahs. One is uh, the great Ruan Pinar. Number nine, number ten, we saw him for years at Ulster. And the other one is Carl Wagner, the former Benetton player uh, at Locke. But then this, the team is not not that good. So you think a victory can uh, can be the next thing for Zebra? Yeah. I like I'm I'm confident, yes. Um I'm I'm not even gonna like mess around and say oh you know they're gonna have to play well i think that this is a game where they could play poorly and they could still win comfortably um but it would be good to see yeah i'm i'm, I'm yeah knocking on wood obviously, like a but, 
Yeah, I just, I just, I just, I'm, I'm just, you know, like Zebra are so well-rounded now. Like yeah. the back three are, mate, they're 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 demolishing people. Jersey's strike rate is insane. Young and, and brave, the three guys yeah, over yeah. there. Is the is the yeah. game in Parma? No, it's in uh, yeah, it's in, it's in Parma. Right? Is it, is it Parma. No, 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 oh, it's okay. in Parma. So oh, that's why game. home team home game against cheetahs. Um, um, but well, uh, the one thing I will quickly say is what I want to see is consistency with with who they're picking. I don't know what's happened to Bruno. I don't know if he's injured or whatnot. But um, Barney seems to be slotting in quite well as a second playmaker. He said to us that that's what he wanted to do, and obviously the try um, part of the game. Yeah, like he's 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 looking more co- like it, it seems like he's more confident trying to put players through. Um, I think you know. I think I, I think for fullback though, I mean that's the I think what is 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 almost Zebra's luxury because you've got the option right. Pani is basically I think for me the better all rounded fifteen, and he's got his very 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 long boot. To, yeah, to hit 50, 22, to do, and uh, and so that's an advantage. And he's strong, and he's uh, strong, but he's straight line, and um, he's tall, and yeah, he's good he's in the air. Like he's yeah. he's just our best. Like I, I I know I've said it before. I just think he's our best rounded. Like in terms of if we look at Freddie Stewart as like an archetype as possibly the best fullback in the world, right? Or certainly he's in my eyes, right? I don't I don't want to speak for you boys, but that's great. If, if if we're looking at him, he he dominates the air. He's six foot six. Okay, Piney's six foot four, but like he kicks better. So uh, like if you start to starting to analyze between the two, Freddie uh, Stewart played um, uh, fly half up until he went to Le- uh, uh, Leicester. So so he has the experience uh, of of distributing if needs be. Like there's there's a lot of similarities that you can pull between the there, two. There, I just there think is. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's the point. And, and the thing is, the other options are either Trulla, although I think Trulla is now going to be pigeonholed onto the wing, and the other option is is uh, Prishantelli. And Prishantelli from fullback does something different. He, he basically counterattacks and has got the kind of slalom ability which Pani doesn't. So theoretically, in theory, touch wood, the coach can look at the opposition and say. Well, actually, in this game, it's best to have a counter-attacker. In this place, it's better to have somebody who can kick back into the position and basically have the luxury to say, well, this game, they'll be better. This game, that he'll be better, in theory. Um, but we'll see. I mean, against against Cheetahs, to be honest with you, as I said, I've, I, I wouldn't know. Uh, I haven't seen them. I don't know what standard they're in, et cetera, et cetera. But Zebre, hopefully should be in a mental place now where they can say well we can compete against anybody if we yeah. can if we can beat the sharks we should beat the cheetahs at home yeah. um and 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 part of that strong mental state i think does come from Richard hodges because he's he comes out of this um out of the uh, uh what do you call the the, the stud farm of of um uh, of Sean Edwards, he was he was co- he was coached by Sean Edwards how to be a coach, I believe in the under twenties Wales. I think I read mm. somewhere that he basically was uh, was uh, was uh, mentored by uh, Sean Edwards. So he's got that mental toughness in him, and I think he's brought that, and I think you can see it. Northern Braun, mate, is what it is. Northern yeah, I mean, Braun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit him, hit him. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think you know Hodgson has definitely brought that that mental strength, and I think um, I think that really helps. I think, um, and uh, apart from the brain farts of not knowing when to take a scrum instead of a tap a penalty, but um, yeah, that yeah, that 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 hopefully was is a lesson that is burnt in their mind and and they they learn from that. But but it 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 it, it, it would be funny if they if Treviso didn't do it again afterwards. I mean, Zebra did it in the first game and Treviso did it against uh, um against who was they were playing last time? It was against uh, Hospres, right? Or Edinburgh against Edinburgh, they they went and took the tap penalty instead of the kick, and then apparently Troncon said it was the right idea. What do you mean it was the right yeah, idea? Not, it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel I feel sorry because like as much as you know, like I, as as it came, the, the 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 decision came from like a young player, right? That's the point where you want some of the slightly older heads, more experienced heads, to be like, well, listen, we just demolished them on six scrums, right? Let's let's reset here and like give ourselves a good opportunity to to get something more. Um, but like I said, it's a lesson that needed to be learned. So hopefully it's done. And yeah, know, what, 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 was, what was Sam Hidalgo's Klein's excuse for doing it against Edinburgh? <laughs> yeah, that 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 was I I yeah I was sweating that game. That's crazy. Um, yeah, Sam Hidalgo Klein. I just. I rated him when he was at Exeter. I watched him a lot. Man, a lot. A lot. Yeah. It was good um, at Exeter. He, he was, was good. Really he good. was very good. I just don't, yeah. I don't Exeter understand. Exeter was good. He was good. Well, let's see what's yeah, going to happen don't, don't with, uh, with him. Yeah. Oh, guys, one hour ten. Uh, I think yeah, it's, uh, it's time to wrap up, wrap it up yeah. here. And uh, I would like to thanks Phantom uh, to join me and us in general it's on, been the, a pleasure. on the pod. I've, I, I, yeah. am, I am honoured. I am honoured. I've gone up in the world now. Um, no, no, no. It's been an absolute pleasure. Before before we do wrap up, there, there's a couple of questions I'm going to take the opportunity for Phantom to answer as our guest, right? Boom. First of all, Phantom, who was your unsung hero for the Benetton game? Uh, uh, okay. Very simply, I think... Uh, the travesty was Odogu not getting the man of the match because he saved at least three or four tries in his defensive cool. cover, right? Cool. Without, without, that's without, it doesn't even bear thinking about. I mean, and he had a, the misfortune of being given two bad passes that could have scored. Yeah, yeah, he was unfortunate in attack as well. Cool. And for Zebra? After your thinking, I can see I can see the cogs going in the background as well. I am. It's, it, 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 it it is difficult. Um, I think obviously Stavile had a good game. Uh, that Stavile had a really really good game. Uh, I thought who was a hooker? I don't think the lineout was not that great. Um, Three uh, error from the lineout. Two yeah. from uh, BG, one from uh, Ribaldi. 77 and 75%. When, when, can, uh, when can we just get Ribaldi just to admit that he's a prop and be done with this? Yeah. With, done with the shenanigans. He's I, so big. I, I, let, those arms, man. Mate, those arms like, are, <laughs> you have to I, I thought, uh, on your... 
I, I thought I thought uh, in fairness Fusco had a good game at, 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 he, he was strong aggressive um, and did well at at, at, um, at, 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 at on the you know at nine and and then JC had a good game I think it was very difficult I don't think there was a single player uh, Montemari again had a good game but I don't think there was a a single player that actually made a difference in either winning or losing. And I think Odogu did do that at Treviso simply by his That's cover fair. on other people's mistakes. That's fair. No, it was hard. On the, uh, Odogu, yes, like the the way he played the, the game. Uh, and for Zebre, I don't know, I have this, the man for me this year is Guido Volpi because he's the right oh, man sometimes. When yes, saw him. Volpi. Guido Gary Volpi. He carry well. So he's a good option on the when they throw the ball in in oh, the line yeah. out. Uh, I mean, he's doing what he we were. Picked, Man, it's uh, weird because he came from Doncaster Knights. He was playing uh, better when he was in uh, in Wales, and then uh, last year was nothing, and this year is blooming again. I remember well, before well. the zebra. Yeah, yeah maybe he had needed time to adjust, and maybe again, again with Zebre, a lot of players perhaps uh, were unhappy after losing those games that they should have won. They lost a lot of faith, and then perhaps the defensive coaching that was not quite up to standard didn't help. The fact that they had a, a line-out issue, and and the and as I said, putting maybe Hodge and Sims releasing thing have made things that little bit better that the confidence comes back and then they start to perform the way they're supposed to perform I and mean, it's just it's those little things that put together make make all the difference i think volpi ought to take start wearing a black mask and, and call himself zorro i think that would um <laughs> i thought that, that, man. yeah um uh but but oh yeah odogu um I was going to say something about uh, about Paolo. I think he was. Uh, I thought he was superb. I think one thing that I think he does very well on the wing, which which I don't, I'm not sure most people have picked up, he lets the person have the outside, knowing that he can catch him and he's got the low center of gravity to bring him down, turn him over, and and, and fight for the ball. And, yeah, yeah, that because he's, so at, he's small. He's small, and he says, "Yeah, you can have the outside because I'll catch you anyway." And in fact, very rarely does somebody go on the outside and he doesn't catch them. I mean, it's very rare that they, they don't catch that, them. He's an animal. Like he's just he's just a that big group. body works. Yeah, it does. Yeah, running around, he's so good, man. Where are you based, Mike? Roughly, um, the, uh, Sussex, East Sussex. Oh, East Sussex, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I'm up in how about you? I'm in Yorkshire. Yorkshire. There, oh, we there we go. You probably have. You probably hear a load of guys go fucking hit him all the time. Then, uh, yeah. Well, actually, uh, there is a there's a there's a rugby league and rugby union club right near. I take my dog walking, but uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, which which club? Which club? I played a bit of league back way. Uh, so it's called the New Earswick uh, All Blacks. Uh, which oh, that, nice. Yeah, they had a. Um, they actually had a, a legal case with the All Blacks over the name All Blacks. Oh, really? I believe it. No, well, yeah, no. at some point. But there were also there's a there's a union team. They're not quite because it's a sports club, so they're not quite linked together. But not Tykes. that I go and see them. But I've never I I, I never have time. So um, are the Tykes doing all right up by you uh, in Leeds? I don't know. I, I to be honest with you, I don't watch the the English the Premiership. Well, no, it's been well. No, I don't watch you. Uh, uh, I don't watch the Premiership or even the league. Really, uh, the thing is, the URC takes up all the time, and then and then you have no time to do anything else. That's um, fair. That's fair. You, do, you have to watch. Uh, 
Phantom, you have to watch Gloucester so you can be really mad. Watch Gloucester yeah, this year so you can be mad. Mad? Mad why? But, yeah, because I'm going to send you a couple of big long message, audio message about Gloucester. If you want to be mad with a team with 15 international players in the field, Gloucester is your team to be mad. Oh, you, don't, you, you don't like butchering um, like a load of you know good options and like giving or, away really cheap tries. Uh, oh, you don't like that? Oh, well, no, <laughs> no, I don't like uh, to to put the Bristol Bears in a situation uh, where they have forty nine uh, defenders. I didn't want to message you in a game. I didn't want to message you. I genuinely didn't want to message you like um, no. about it. I so have... I was like, I, 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 it's like kicking a man when it's down when it's like that. It was a bad game. It was a bad game. Bad game, like bad. the the full season. But anyway, yeah, I was gonna say. To be honest with you, mate, like it's been it's been a pretty pretty poor season. Mamma mia! You'd have so some Mike, goods, though, wouldn't you? So, so, Mike, are you more of a zebra or a uh, or or a, a Treviso? Honestly, I'm now um, more of a more of a zebra fan, um, and I mean that as in like I support what's best for Italian rugby and Benetton are doing well and Benetton winning is going to do well. So I'm always going to support Benetton. I'm always going to support Zebra, but Zebra need a little bit more love. So if last year I bought the, uh, the Treviso away shirt this year, I'm going to buy the Zebra one. Um, that's who I'm, I'm going to be supporting. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, because I, we want I, them to do well. I, I think Zebra uh, are kind of like my, uh, uh, well, I'd, I'd like to see them, uh, I think Treviso are, are okay, and I'd like to see them do because I'm very sad that they didn't achieve what they potentially could do, and I want to see them achieve what they can do now. Oh, um, they will! Like, yeah, it's close. They're close, and 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 that's the beauty of it, right? Us, we've got two options. Um, if we want to support our Italian, the one owned by the franchise, or the one who are owned by the very generous Benetton family, and. Yeah, me. I mean, I, 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 I was grew up in Rome, so I, I, and Rome had Rome has got loads of teams in there, but Capitolina. I went to see Capitolina a few times at the Flaminio, and I sat next to Nick Mallet in two thousand and seven when watching a game in nice. the autumn, and I, uh, and I asked him whether he could help us, and then he duly uh, let me down. Um, <laughs> in the most awful way, because I don't think you can ever forgive putting Mauro Bergamasco at nine. I, I, I really don't. I, don't, I think there is no crazy worse, things. Yeah, there is no worse. Uh, and the, and remember, Trong Kong going. I remember the interview afterwards going. You know, yeah, it's not because we want to experiment. It's out of necessity. When there was uh, when there was what's his face uh, who played in the end on the wing for Zebre. Uh, at nine, who actually came on and played well, because I remember that ball that Bergamasco threw to Marcato, who got absolutely smashed in the ribs in the England game. <laughs> bad season for Gloucester, bad season for Lazio, probably one of the worst season in my life. This is what <laughs> said, and I think is the right way to, to end up. Because Lazio have really a rugby experience. team. Lazio have a yes. rugby team as well. I play against them too many, many, many times. They're owned by the same owner, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be rude. I'm going to love you and leave you. Thank you for everyone who's kept us company. And uh, thank you subscribe, for follow, and share. Thank you, Phantom. Thank you, everybody. You can listen to us on Spotify, every platform, and on YouTube. You can text with us on Discord, Italian Rugby Forum. You, uh, 
rugbygocciotto youtube channel twitter everywhere just look for fratelli di rugby oh, so guys. by the way be- before we go I'll, I'll say it now mike uh, lewis liner will be called up for italy for the six nations i two three years ago i said that odog gulam and liner would play for italy i've got two of them right two on three non ci- two on three non c'è due senza tre he'll be called up <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm still keeping an eye on Titsano. That's that's the. That's like, Tizano, we're man. blessed, right, mate? We're blessed, but he's playing well, right? So, cool. Ciao, uh, right. <laughs>